Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, coming to you. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. And uh, Wednesday Live, the name of the show, this the 23rd of February, 2022. Can you believe it? Huh? February is going down the bag, man. And thank you so much to Johan Elsie's taking you back tomorrow on the joyride, man. Every time when he handles the controls, we know we are taking it to another level. And he always does. He always stretches the limits of joy and stretches the limits of fellowship. You know, he goes through all the boundaries just to not necessarily accommodate everyone, but to reach anyone. That is how amazing it is to listen to him. So it's a delight uh, to listen to him and to hear a variety of people saying, hey, yeah, yeah, Johan did this. He said this. And uh, I was in this country when he said, especially politician friends then, and uh, this and that, this and that, I would say, oh, okay, okay. It's good that someone who makes noise in the parliament always listens to your hand at least that's cool hear the word and renew your life on 657 a.m 657 a.m radio pulpit coming to you of course i just want to start with a song a beautiful one i should say you know a song that uh, many people would say hey it's been a while that we heard him play this hmm? it's been a while that we heard him play this this is the song uh, by our late friend, my late friend, basically. And uh, Lulu, she did this song some time ago. It was her last rendition, by the way. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Did you know you can order your favorite radio pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200, 657 AM, your daily companion. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Great song indeed there. Savior, the name of the song. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. And uh, of course, we are together throughout this happening, right through up to the hour. And uh, of course, hour eight. And uh, I hope you will be well and uh, I hope everything will be fine. Uh, It is important, you know, that we look into this and, uh, uh, you know, and, and sit together and enjoy, you know, the, the word of the Father. Even more, learn from each other. That is what I love about radio, you know, that we learn from each other. Of course, let me welcome our guests tonight. Let me start with Muruti Muraka. Uh, greetings to you, Muruti. Welcome, sir, and thank you so much. Yes, uh, <clears throat> Thank you, my brother. Greetings to you, and I really appreciate uh, the word of welcome. In as much as one really desires at all times to be addressed as just a mere brother, uh, not these other things. 
Um, I also <laughs> want to greet all, all, all my fellow panelists as well as the, the listeners in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, uh, Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And let us welcome uh, our Aki there. My Aki, welcome. Baruch Yahu. Shalom, 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 uh, my Aki, and shalom to Tate Muruti Murata and Professor Kabamba, uh, to all the listeners of Radio Pulpit, we trust you going to have a wonderful show. So, shalom to all. Thank you so much. And uh, um, uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba, also on the line. Muruti, welcome and greetings to you, sir. Yeah, greetings to you too, and uh, thank you very much for having us again today. And I greet uh, my brother Baruti Yahuch and uh, 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 Pastor Muraka, and also greet all the listeners. And uh, yeah, may God really truly uh, help us today. May we have a wonderful time. Thank you so much, and thank you very much also to uh, um, the the brothers and sisters who are listening to the shows and uh, who have been listening to the shows uh, it either be on a wednesday uh between six and eight or between 10 and midnight tonight thank you so much and also those uh, who say no we're with you on a thursday also and others say no we're with you on a friday thank you so much and those who are listening between seven between five and seven uh, in the early evenings of a sunday thank you very much we really appreciate and uh, let us continue let us continue to grow in numbers but not just numbers but let us grow in the knowledge of the father even more and the power of his resurrection let us grow in that now tonight we are going to be touching on the issue of earnestness for duty Uh, um, what is the earnestness for duty Uh, the intensity to serve you know that should be upon each and every one of us and uh, that we will uh, uh, what should be the attitude with regards to service to to serving and to working the field you know i've come to realize much of the times that we had become those kinds of people who at a greater stage you know we are just i don't know if you know Uh, In broadcasting, there's something that we call recycling. It's like you take a program that is very old and you re-edit it, you know, because people are on leave and all those kinds of things and stuff. Um, uh, It's like at times we are doing that, you know. Um, uh, We are, it's like, uh, you know, Hofata Mohuan. In Adridgeville, we used to say that, you know. Um, it's not like a progress of a sort, and not that I'm saying we are, we, we are stagnant, but I'm talking about duty, that people would be talking about an earnestness of service and duty, being uh, a person who says, but there are things I'm doing in my church, and that is the duty. That's it. Twelve years, that thing in the church. And you check what they are doing in the church. No. I'm a treasurer. But we seem to fail to understand what is our duty uh, to a greater extent. Um, to Much of the times we have limited our duties to a pulpit, you know, and uh, not to actual service in the field. 
and uh, in the variety of perspectives we seem to be lacking quite a lot of people who can come in and have that earnestness which you tell pressure to serve the father in those part disciplines in those perspectives of life in the scientific movement this has been visible you know um, and when i say scientific movement i'm talking about all forms of science you know uh, we see quite a dead a deadline in terms of those who who had formerly been uh, people who are there with the earnestness to serve they had become swallowed by their careers they have become swallowed by the packages they have become swallowed by their own uh, ambition and uh, at times also they are swallowed by uh, what we call that uh, we used to call this in the television industry when we sit down uh, in a production table we talk about delivery you know meeting deadlines uh, people are, are now stuck up in meeting deadlines and deliveries uh, of their careers ra- uh, rather than also saving there and you would see that when they went into these fields they went in to serve but somewhat somehow somehow something just swallowed up their earnestness to serve so the the pressure to serve had become lax you know or, or that uh, people had gone on to actually uh, accommodate something else rather than the service as to how it should be and that is a big problem that we see these days uh, and uh, many have gone on to actually even become dissipated into what they do and being left with a, a label of being called for instance a christian but not actually a servant of Yahusha HaMashiach or together with Yahusha HaMashiach. Uh, they had ceased to become that. Even though that we see there is a zeal that they started with somewhat somehow along the way it has waned off. In the years that we have been doing talk shows, uh, we have seen that. Muruti um, Raka can uh, attest to that. Uh, we have seen a titline upon those who really were... Uh, earnest and somewhat somehow not that they become they became lazy along the way but they were swallowed up by some of the things that had come and happened along the way and that is that is the problem that we have so we are looking into this and say then what is the earnestness to serve what is the earnestness to serve are we still seeing this in the manner in which we are supposed to the word of the Father in Genesis chapter 24 verses 33, it says, Food was set before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And he said, speak on. I will not eat until I have told about my errand. I will not eat until I have done what I'm supposed to do. You know, this can represent quite a lot of things. Yeah, a career set before you, a standard of life set before you, a life perspective set before you, opportunities set before you, which are good. But one says, I will not enjoy these unless I be able to do that which I am supposed to do or even give account to the Father with regards to that through actions. You know, and uh, an earnestness to serve is also through the compulsion of the spirit of the Father within us. Job 32, 18 says, For I am full of words, the spirit within me compels me. 
compels me. And uh, another aspect of it, therefore, there, you know, that we are starting to see a dwindling number of people who say, you know, the spirit compels me uh, to do that which is right. And I'm not talking about spiritists who would say, now I see a car next year and I see a wife. No, come on, man, come on. Psalm 39, verses 3, my heart was hot within me while I was musing. The fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Earnestness for duty. He says, even when I was musing, even when I was musing, fire burned within me. Then I started to serve. The eagerness and the earnestness to serve. Jeremiah six eleven. Therefore, I am full of the fury of, it should say Yehuah. Um, I am full of the fury of Yehuah. I am weary of holding it in. I will pour it out on the children outside, and on the assembly of young men together. For even the husband shall be taken with the wife, the aged with him who is full of days. When one becomes weary of holding the messages of the Father. We have people who had messages of the Father. And now when you listen to them, okay, we heard them 20 years ago. And now when you listen to them, you hear nothing else except something that is just ordinary. Jeremiah 20 verses 7, O Lord, it says, supposed to say, O Yahuwah. You induced me, and I was persuaded. The earnestness for duty is when we are under the induction of the Father and His persuasion, and that we acknowledge that He is stronger than ourselves, and that He prevails. He prevails. Even when everybody mocks us, even when we feel that we are in derision, but we are persuaded by the Father to do what He wants us to do. The earnestness for duty. I'm not asking what is duty. I'm talking about the need for duty, the discipline for duty. Once that is rekindled, then we'll speak about duty. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. The first question is coming after this. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique, and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. If you need prayer... Please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. 
www.sbs.co.za. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelle. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. Last week you were the last one to speak. And uh, let's turn the tables around, you know, and uh, bring it over to you. Um, the earnestness for duty, the earnestness of duty, the pressure to serve, which is induced from the Father, uh, uh, it's important to acknowledge that. It's important to encourage each other uh, in ourselves to succumb to that, you know, to succumb to the pressure that the Father put at us to serve and to work and the rate that the Father is setting upon us to work uh, rather than our own, you know, timetables, rather than our own scales of service. It's important to look into the very aspect of saying uh, within us we are compelled by the Father to be at this level by this time, to be talking at this direction by this time, for people to be knowing the Father in this manner by this time, uh, for people to be awakened in this uh, manner or at, at least this level by this time, you know, um, that we're just not sitting on radio here and then talking and talking and talking. Muruti. Oh, my brother. Yes, sir. My brother. Brother Murad. Yes. Karabo. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Mm. No, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and, now, uh, what comes to my mind really as you have been uh, outlining our topic for tonight, which we really thank God for, because it goes to the heart of why after we have been born into the kingdom, it behoves the Father to leave us here on earth. The real purpose. The real purpose is to save him. And tonight we are talking about the earnestness of that service, of that duty. Now when we talk to earnestness, we are talking to two things, diligence and zeal. Diligence is that swift obedience uh, of the Father's will. In other words, not putting it off, not uh, being concerned with other things. It's almost like as soon as I know what the Father wants, I must jump to do it. And that that you touched on. Uh, and then the second thing when we are talking about that. Imitation of what is excellent. In other words, uh, when you are talking earnestness, talking diligence, the swiftness to act, uh, in obedience, as well as the zeal, which is 
to emulate or imitate that which is excellent. Now, what, what, what do we really mean by emulate or imitate that which is excellent? We mean, uh, just like Jesus Christ, we don't do what we think is okay. We don't do what we think might work. We imitate what we see the Father doing. We emulate him in what he is saying. We don't say our own thing. We say what the Father is saying. So when you bring this to that preparedness to jump to action, yet not a haphazard action, but an action of doing what we see the Father wanting us to do, or saying what we uh, 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 hear the Father saying we must do. And then, of course, what is our duty? Our duty is our indebtedness, the obligatory things that we are supposed to do. In other words, we, 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 we do things that we are obliged to do. Not Again, we are not talking things that we think might be okay. It is what we are obliged to do. It is what we are indebted to do. And as a way just of, 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 of introducing this, I want to read two scriptures. Uh, our Lord himself was at the well in John chapter 4. His disciples had gone into a Samaritan village to go and buy food. While he was there, a woman came who was of a notorious reputation. And he asked her for water to drink, and, and, and a conversation ensued. In the, in, the, in the whole conversation, if one is listening carefully, one will see that. It, it, it was really the father desiring to help this woman. Because Jesus Christ, as one who would always say what he hears from the father, drove the, the conversation in the direction of making the woman see her need uh, which Jesus Christ had come to fulfill. So in the end, when she had fully grasped this. She even left uh, her, her, her pot, which she was using to draw water, and ran back to the village to tell the people, I have found the one of whom the scriptures have uh, spoken. Mm. And his disciples came nearer, and they were now, because they had gone to go and buy food. They were giving him food, and that's where I am going to read. Therefore, verse 33, therefore the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who dispatched me, and to finish his work. Mm. And I will for now, I will stop there. Mm. We, we can see he is saying the most important thing, my purpose here, is actually to do that which the Father wants. Mm. 
and not just do it halfway. I must finish it. Now, he also taught his disciples at one stage, and I'm going there, Luke chapter 17. There is a, 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 a similitude which is speaking there of a slave who was working in the field and came back in, and when he came back in, his master, instead of saying to the slave, hey, you have been working hard by slave, so rest, his master says to him, uh, uh, make up the table and, and prepare food for me that I might eat. And then after that, you can take care of your own need. Now, you spoke to this earlier And Jesus Christ, when he explains this parable, this is what he says in verse 10, Luke chapter 17, verse 10. So likewise, you, when you have done all those things which you are commanded, mm. as said this, we are unprofitable slaves. We have done what was our obligation to do. So this is the earnestness of duty. Mm. That, first of all, we must know we carry out what we are commanded. Mm. And we do it speedily, diligently. Mm. Mm. And when we have finished it, we are not looking for reward. We are not demanding to be recognized. (laughs) We acknowledge that we are unprofitable slaves who did what was their debt to do. Mm, I hear you. I hear you quite well. Uh, We are talking about earnestness for duty. If you just joined us, we are touching base on that. And uh, you can send us your WhatsApps there. I see Kappa Daoud has also sent a message there. And I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Please do so. And even voice notes, what are the, what is the earnestness for duty that is upon us today? You know, what is the earnestness for the duty that is upon us today? Uh, what is this earnestness even all about And you would remember that I was saying, are we at the stage where the Father wants us to be in this time? February 2nd, 2022. Are we where we are supposed to be at this time? Are we at the level that we are supposed to be at? Or are we drowned into our own theological arguments, as one can say it? And the element of the truth. Are we going on to... Because the earnestness is to uncover. To speak, to make known, to teach. Humbly so, humbly so, please. Um, and uh, of course, you know, just like Yahushua Mashiach who humbled himself. Humbly so, to, to speak. Or have we gone on to become people who basically have, you know, fought against people. We fought against ourselves in that the message is lost. The question I'm asking. Jeremiah 20, verses 9, Then I said, I will not, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name, but 
His word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back, and I could not. There's the earnestness. There's the earnestness. I could not. I tried to be relevant, but I could not. Pastor Sam, let me come to you. What comes to mind with regards to this? The earnestness for duty. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much for the question. As Muruti Murako is saying, you know, one thing that we need to come up with, you know, Jesus Christ when he came, he knew exactly why he came on earth. He knew exactly why he, I mean, the, the purpose of his, uh, his coming. You know, we, we have also that same situation whereby if people don't come to understand the purpose of which they exist or they, they are, then it becomes almost impossible or difficult, actually difficult for people to engage. Mm. You know, when you started, you gave us some illustrations in terms of, like, uh, in the workplace. You see, people in the workplace, they have what you call uh, the duties. Actually, they know what their duties entail. They know exactly why they've been employed. And they got uh, to have some uh, requirements that is on the table for them. And based on that, uh, they will be judged based on uh, the, the performance that they have to, put, to, to give out of that. Mm. You see people waking up early in the morning, going to work uh, early without anybody waking them up. You know, you see them uh, catching, up, uh, catching up buses, I mean, running, I mean, literally, for them to get to work. But when it comes to the things of God, the question is, I'll give you example, I mean, a simple example. Um, on Sunday, people go to church, and you'll be so shocked to find out that some people at uh, the church has started already uh, at 9 o'clock, but they're showing up at 11. Meaning what? They don't see why they have to be there at 9. Meaning as well that, I mean, they, whatever that's going on at 9 o'clock, is none of their business. Mm. They are not, they don't feel it. They don't see why they have to be there. Now, when you talk about anything, we're looking at, I mean, being sincere. Sincere and have that intense conviction. The people mm. need to come to that place of uh, being convicted, convinced and convicted of something, knowing that what I'm doing, I'm doing it because I have come to understand it, and I'm sincere with myself. As I do it, I know that my reward will come from this either today or tomorrow, but the truth of the matter is I know I'm convinced, I'm convinced about this. Now, for all of us here, we know that uh, our Lord Yeshua has sent us, there is a command that has been given uh, in, uh, in the book of Matthew, even in the book of uh, uh, Mark, Mark 16 or Matthew 28, mm. whereby the Bible says, I've received all the power, and I am sending you go into the world, make disciples all nations, or make nations all, I mean, all many nations my disciples. But you are teaching them whatever that I've taught you. Whatever that you've seen, teach them to observe that. Mm-hmm. Now, we will see that the disciples, after, the, 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 after they've received another instruction in the book of Acts 1, verse 8, that you shall receive the Holy Spirit. 
the power shall come upon you. You shall become my witness. And then they had to go and wait. In Act 2, we see them, the moment the Holy Spirit came down on them, the Bible is speaking to us, showing us that they jumped out. And they felt that it was for them a, a time to express whatsoever they had to learn, whatever they learned as before, and whatever they, I mean, they received while they were in the upper room. They could not keep it inside of them. They had to release it. Mm. By doing that, we saw results. We saw how many people received Jesus Christ into their lives. It is because of understanding of the purpose and the reason why they were called. Now, today, Muruti, you mentioned something before. You mentioned about, we talked about uh, people think that uh, the only work that they can do in church is, it is to stand on the pulpit and preach. That there is no any other work that they can do. And this because the teachings that have been going in, in, our, in our congregations or in our denominations, in our churches, the teachings have been wrong. They've told us that the, the, the other works that happen in our congregation or in the church, those people, whatever they are doing, they are doing it not for God, but they are doing it for people. Somehow, they've shown to them, they've told them that if you are an usher, if you are an administrator, whatever you do, you are not doing it for the over God. You are doing it for me as a pastor in the church, that you are my servant, but you are not the servant of Yeshua Messiah. That's what has been taught in our churches. Now, people now, they say, okay, fine, because I am a servant of a man, of a man then I respond to a man, I don't see. I can be there. I don't see why I'm not please. Because they don't see the, the, the picture of uh, uh, the, the father in the, whole, in the whole picture. They don't see him. They see a human being who stands and says, okay, fine, today is not my turn to serve. Because I'm not serving today, then I cannot go to church on time. The people who are to serve, they must be on time because anyway, it's their duty today. As for me, I don't see why I must be there. But we don't realize that I mean, we are not employed or in, <laughs> we are not employed by a man. We are not sent by a man, but we are sent by God. If we are sent by the Father himself, meaning that it does not matter if today we are serving or we are not serving. If today we, are, we, we have a, a duty to do in church or not, we have to be Having that mind of saying, it is my, my, my job, it is my duty to be there because I am here to serve Yeshua. And that's exactly what I think. It's about, it's about, it's about I mean, the way the teachings have been given out. It's not proper. They did not give us a proper teaching. Now, people say to themselves, hey, if today, uh, because I'm not a preacher, because I don't stand in front of people, then I don't see why I must be waking up early in the morning to go to the church. Because, I mean, I mean I'm not an intercessor. Why am I going to be going and pray? And then let them pray, because I have never been called to do that. Some people have been called to do that. Until people come to the understanding of what God has put inside of them. Until people come to the understanding of what the Lord Almighty has put inside of them. Until people come to know that we are not in church just to warm the benches, but we are there to serve Yeshua. When people start understanding that, then things start to change, start, things will start changing into their mind. Then we cannot talk about, I mean, how sincere and how convic convinced they are 
when it comes to the things of the church or the things of the Word of God. When people start understanding that I'm not here to serve a man, but I need to serve the one who has called that man. And if I'm here to serve that, that means it does not matter if uh, the man I mean, acknowledges me or if he does not acknowledge me, but the reason why I'm here, I'm not here for him. I'm here for the, my, my, my master. And when you start understanding these things, I believe that things will change. As I started, I'm ending by saying this, that you see people going to work, waking up early in the morning, nobody pushed them to go to work. But when it comes to the things of uh, life, as we're talking today, and if, I mean, to be honest or to stand for the things of the kingdom, you see people are slacking behind. People are not giving the, their best. People are not running for it. It's just because the teachings were not right. And we need to correct the teachings and tell people that all of us, we are part of the, of the body. Being mm. part of the body, every single person has a duty into the body. I take I take that very aspect. We have to correct the teachings that have been there, uh, uh, and that is, you know, the earnestness uh, that that comes in as you know the pressure for duty. That is what should be taking place. Thank you so much, uh, Muruti. And of course, you can send us your WhatsApps. It's zero eight two six five seven two seven two nine. Zero eight two six five seven. Two seven two nine, and uh, let's hear what you say. Uh, Kappa Daoud says, uh, "You may say, well, I don't need this information before, but I didn't know this.' I think he wants to say that, but you know, uh, I'm trying to think what it says. You may say, well, I don't, or I I didn't know this information before, but it's coming to you. So accept the undiluted truth and start to call your father by his true name." In the days of ignorance, Yahuwah overlooked, but now he is instructing all to the knowledge of the truth. Repent, Acts 17, 30-31. More strength to y'all from Natsa Kappa, Nigeria. Uh, Thank you so much, man. We really appreciate. We really appreciate. And uh, uh, he says, friends... In uh, Shamouth, that is Exodus 3.15, we see that uh, uh, he gave us his name. He gave his name to us by himself as Yahuwah. And not only that he gave us his name, he also gave us instruction. This is my name alone forever. Uh, Now, don't forget that at times of writing this scripture, it was not written in any language but in... Ibaray, and the names cannot be translated. All right, that is what it says there. I wish, you know, uh, uh, you could rewrite this to us so that, because I see there are some missing words there. And, and, and I hate to add there, but there are some missing words, but I get the idea. Thank you so much. Barukiahu, uh, let me come to you just after this break. A new world is opening up for people who struggle to hear in a noisy environment. At the Ear Institute, we have the latest Swiss hearing aids that will enable you to not only understand better in a noisy environment, but also to hear better on any cell phone. Phone us today on 0861 10 20 30. We guarantee your hearing will improve or your money back. 
earinstitute.co.za for excellent hearing. TNC's apply. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. All right, and uh, the time has just gone on uh, to 8 minutes before the hour. We are touching base on the very issue of earnestness for duty, uh, which means what is this driving force, the need for duty, uh, the pressure of duty that we are supposed to be feeling now. Are we feeling it, you know, uh, or have we become just, you know, uh, those kinds of diluted believers uh, who basically think, okay, now it's fine. If you can remember very well the days when you, you became born again. The earnestness for duty was just paramount as compared to now. And if that has not changed, I congratulate you. Now, when you look into uh, Ezekiel three, fourteen, so the Spirit lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness, in the heat of my spirit, but the hand of Yahuwah was strong within me, are we still feeling the hand of Yahuwah strong upon us to do the work? Or have we become those kinds of people who say, okay, if I don't do it today, somebody else will do it. Or I've done my part. We are supposed to be at another level now. Uh, after all these years of calling ourselves believers, we are supposed to be at a stage where we have mastered the basics with regards to relating to the Most High Creator. And uh, also in the manner of our attitude towards Him. I mean, I've heard people saying, Heavenly Daddy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not English. I'm Zulu. And that is why, you know, somewhat, some, it makes me cringe within me. Uh, I've instructed my children not to do that when talking to the Father. He's not your Daddy. If you can look at the manner in which um, uh, people have have gone on to speak about daddy. Uh, you would see what what daddy has deteriorated into being. You know. Nevertheless, I just don't want to go there. But we are supposed to be at a level, and and, and at that stage, Paul said, hey, by this time you should be teaching. Uh, by this time, there are things that we should be knowing about Yahuwah Elohim, our Elohim. There are things that we should be knowing. There is an earnestness upon us that we become those kinds of people who are now eager for duty to serve so that we can drive the nation towards where the Father wants it to be. Not only clusters and groups of ourselves calling ourselves Israel and all that, but we are supposed to be driving the crowds, uh, uh, the multitudes, instead of being a cluster of people. Uh, instead of being relegated to or, um, uh, the derisions of sectarianism, we are supposed to be pushing on and speaking the truth and moving at a pace that gets nations on a momentum. Baruch Yahu, Mayaki, what comes to mind? Sir? Shalom, Aki. Mm. Uh, may you take over my lips. Aki, um, I just want to quote and say, the scripture that says, unless the seed falls to the ground and dies, it remains a single kernel. But if it dies, it produces a great harvest. Mm. Another scripture says, the first, the, the first shall be the last, and the last 
shall be the first. Mm. We have to comprehend. That is why it was important for me to say, may we go and take time and read the constant time feed. Dr. Muruti Muraka spoke of obedience. Obedience is key. Now, what we have read that uh, the, the, the Constantine Creed, you will see how days like Shabbat were erased. You know, things that are important. Now, what we also need to remember is that when you read the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 2, uh, chapter 1, number 2, it says, 11 days journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir to Kadash Barnea. It came to be in the 40th year. Now, what does that teach you? What, like, the children of, of Yasharal, they took, they were supposed to take a couple of days, but the trip ended up to be 40 years. Because of what? Because of the disobedience. The, there was no sincerity. There was no seriousness. There was no zeal. Now, what we're talking of now, we have... Uh, Three scriptures that you can, or stories that you can relate to. When you read the book of First Samuel chapter 17, we read of a young boy who is sent to go and drop off or deliver bread for his brothers who are at war. And when he's there, the zeal we're talking about, the earnestness we're talking about, he hears Goliath swearing at Yahuwah, or the Supreme Almighty, the one who's made the heavens and the earth. And he that cannot be so. And he, he now wants to go and fight being a little boy. And he puts up a case that says, I have, uh, I have fought with a bear. I have killed a lion with my bare hands. So now, if that was possible, then it means I can be able to defeat this uncircumcised Philistine called Goliath. The story number two can be of, of uh, Samuel chapter 2 where a little boy in his sleep hears a voice calling and diligently or innocently he wakes up and he goes to Eli and says, you have heard you calling me. And until he was explained to say no, when you hear the voice again, this is how you need to respond to it. So we can see and comprehend to hear that he was willing to serve. He had that fearlessness to serve. Mm. Job, Job refused to curse the Almighty Yah when he was in pain. When he had lost everything, his children, all his flocks, he had nothing. All he was left with was to die. But he refused because that shows fearlessness, the will to love Abba. Mm. But today, we do not have that. When we read the book of... Uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 20, 22, from number 15, it says, There is a conspiracy of her prophets in her midst, roaring like lion, tearing prey. They have devoured life, they have taken wealth and precious matters. They have made many widows in her midst. Her priests have done violence to my teaching, says Yahweh, and they have profaned my set-apart matters. They have not distinguished between set-apart and profane, and they have not known the difference between unclean and clean. Mm. And they have hidden their eyes from my Shabbat. And I, and I am profaned in their midst. Their leaders, the leaders in the midst are like wolves caring to pray. 
to shed blood, to destroy lives, to greedy gain. And her prophets have coated them with white wash, seeing false vision, divining a lie for them, saying, that says Yahuwah, when Yahuwah has, has not spoken. You do not have a spirit of truth. There's no fearlessness. Once you have fearlessness, you will love Yahuwah with your all. You will love Yahuwah and be diligent and be obedient to his name or to his instruction because he said, if you, if you love me, you will do or follow my commands. That is where we get tested. That is where now we are put into a barometer which can measure us that do we have this fearlessness or are we serving the one who is of lawlessness to that? I hear you quite well. I hear you quite well. And, uh, of course, we are taking your calls. It has gone 7 o'clock. We are taking your calls. You can talk to us directly there. Interrupt us uh, as we continue to talk. And uh, the issue is, are we having the earnestness that we are supposed to have with regards to the duty at hand? Or have we gone lax? You know, when one has become laxed in a way, have we become that? And uh, it is important to take stock of that. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine or zero one two double three four one three double two. Have we become those kinds of people who are no longer eager for duty? Give your faith wings. Explore life with six five seven a.m. six five seven a.m. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za Or phone us during office hours 012-334-1200 Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.